Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to... (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Here we go. Season 313, (laughs) episode 5 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Mm -hmm. Friday, November 17th, 2023. Yep. Uh, I'm back and off to a rocky start. Wow. It's all right, Rocky Balboa, because it's no, it's National Butter Day. We'll keep it smooth. It's also Substitute Educators Day. Shout out to everybody who's dabbled with substitute teaching. I know myself. I I did all those exams. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm down. Uh, it's also International Happy Goat. That's some from beer or some shit. National Homemade Bread Day. National Take a Hike Day. And not like in a New Yorker way. It's like, yo, go out to the Hey, take work. a hike, buddy. Take a hike. No, also seriously, National you should Baklava go out and enjoy Day. nature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get out there. Get out there. Right. Baklava's good. Oh, yeah. Baklava's <laughs> Well, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. My peoples, are you with me? Where you at? On the bow, on the stern, killer whales on attack. Whoa. <laughs> my peoples, are you with me? Where you at? Smoking yachts, sinking boats on the sea. That's a fact. Courtesy mm. of Scouty. Yeah. Jacques Cousteau could never get this low. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thrilled <laughs> to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Great, Mr. Miles Gray, a.k.a. My back, my back, my back is still kind of fucked up. My back. <laughs> okay, y'all, my back is still kind of fucked up. I'm doing my best. I've been, someone sent me some stretches. I've been doing those. It is getting better bit by bit from, you know, the time I kicked the phantom soccer ball over the weekend. But I'm in recovery, so... Uh, yeah, that AK brought to you by me. That was just off the top right there. <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> I'm feeling much better thanks to all the well-wishers. And yeah, thanks to Miles for, with his injured back, holding up TDT. Yeah, man. Like shoulders. Derek Fisher over here. It's on my stomach yeah. on the baseline. Gotta get ready. <laughs> well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat yeah. by one of our favorite guests. Yeah. One of your favorite guests. Yeah. A writer, actor. One of the funniest stand-up comedians doing it. Yes. She has one of the best comedy specials of the year called yes. Bitch Grow Up mm-hmm. that you can go and watch on Max. You must you go will. and watch on Max. You Don't will fuck around. Don't fuck go around. and watch on Max. It is the hilarious, the talented Marcella Arguello. Marcella. Marcella Arguello, rap name, Queef Latina, cooking rhymes in La Cocina, and they call me La Cocina because I'm a dirty little nina. They joke that I'm a dude just because I am the tallest, but my name is Marcella, not Marcellus Wallace. Wow. Ain't got a dick, but I still come quick whether I swallow or I spit. My technique is legit. Damn. Okay. Wow. Ooh, I got goosebumps from that one. I mean, you That's have true. a handheld mic. You can go ahead and drop that thing real quick. Yeah. Okay. Was... There it oh. is. <laughs> not quite this time. <laughs> Last table. Last table. table. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me do let me do a ASMR with my um sequins friend. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yo, jacket that jacket is... is killing. I see you wear that online and I'm like, yo, that jacket is is doing shit. <laughs> 
Now I am rubbing my handheld mic through my, my sequin on fringe. My yeah. On the fringe, on the fringe. How much yeah. was Josh that jacket? definitely rubbing something after hearing that one. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let him know. How much was that jacket? I am a big ASMR jerker, you know? Not much. It was, it's fast fashion. It wasn't. Yeah, well, it looked good. Well, you're making it Thank look you. slow. I know. I, it, was in, it was intended to wear to see Beyonce at the Renaissance Tour. Yeah. It's a sequence fringe jacket, cowgirl style. But I, my foot injury prevented me from attending that concert. So oh, Okay. I, well, you might catch her. What, there's that rumor that she might do a Vegas residency now? I would love that. I'm praying for that. I'm waiting for her and Brittany and Janet to do oh my Vegas. God. The three horsemen? Yeah. Oof. Three horsewomen? Three horsewomen? <laughs> yeah. Horse people? Yeah. Get down. Is that that would be unprecedented level of like someone at their peak doing a Vegas residency, right? Like we've yeah. never seen she anything should, like though. that. Have People we? with small children do a lot of Vegas residencies, so I'm hoping that Beyonce really is like, you know, and after this tour, I think I should do a Vegas residency. That's also, what the I want. check I'm alone. I mean, like if you're just thinking, like, yeah. yo, watch this. I do a fucking like three month, four month run. <laughs> That's it. But yeah. they have so much money. I, at a certain point, I'm like, why do y'all keep work? Like, in my mind, I'm like, why do you keep working? Yeah. Well, it's, it is true. Like, people that love to do the thing that they love, right? You know? Right. So that's, I mean, that's part of it. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I just think of it as like a cool way to like work and also like let your children be in one spot for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. It's at the Sphere, bro. <laughs> a that's residency a, at the at Sphere? At the fucking Sphere. Wow. Potentially. That's, I mean, that's Beyonce. Yeah. I want to do a residency. <laughs> the sphere. It would be crazy. It would be incredible. So those visuals. Blessing. People are going to have fucking full on panic attacks, like existential crisis in that yeah. fucking building. Mushrooms. Acid. They should just hand out mushrooms at the door of the they sphere. They should. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah. yeah just How like, she or... handed out like those bracelets that changed color with the show. Oh, yeah. She should yeah. do that, but like with acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take us, uh, 10 <laughs> minutes after I get on stage. Exactly. And everybody open their Dasani waters and down that <laughs> shit right now. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is in here? There's a little piece of paper in here. Like, don't worry about that. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, Marcella, we are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about later. Uh, we're talking about, you know, I'm sick for a couple days and U.S. politics went and got dumb on me. <laughs> we got the Senator Mark Wayne, Mark Wayne, Mark Mullen. Wayne Mullen continuing to talk about how he's not scared of fighting. He would have fought and he would have won. And actually what had happened is uh, I had already oh challenged him before, like just sounding like <sighs> One like, of the extras yeah. in one of those YouTube videos where Irish guys challenge each other to bare knuckle street boxing matches. Just like, well, but without first the heart. you said about me that, yeah, exactly. So that's wild. Uh, George Santos, we're going to catch up with him. He's absolutely killing it. We're going to talk about the Osama bin Laden video going viral on TikTok. We're going to talk about the war on Christmas. It's just really struggling to get off, off the ground this year on Fox yeah. News. All of that, plenty more. But first, Marcella, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? The last thing that I Googled is I'm trying to watch as many solo shows as like one man shows, one woman shows. And I, I was like Googling the Robin Williams, all his solo shows. Mm. And they, I guess they're available on YouTube illegally. It's awesome. I love oh, it. the whole thing? Yeah, the evening at the Met or night at the Met, that one is definitely there. I I haven't watched the other ones, but I that so like I'm just immersed in solo shows because I want to work on one, and I'm just like trying to see all the different styles. And I'm like, yeah. I I watched all these specials as a kid, but I don't remember them. I don't remember right. ever going back to watch them as an adult. So I'm like, a, oh, this is interesting. Did you have a favorite as a kid? I just remember Whoopi and Robin always standing out to me. Yeah. You know, I remember like being like, Whoopi. I was like, she is very serious about some of these things. And I remember Robin just being like a, a child's dream, you know? Right, right, right. Exactly. He would he be so fun kooky. to play with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and apparently he was, I guess. Yeah, I was, I don't know if you've ever seen that, that the documentary that is on HBO Max right now. Jack? No, what oh, is no. it called? So it's it's like Inside His Mind or some shit. It has beautiful oh, okay. art, but it's very cool. And uh, the, the, the I think the kids talk about that. Like he loved, you know, getting dirty with the kids. Yeah, yeah. The what was the one I I remember as a kid. I remember there's like that guy Danny Hawk who had a one man show that I remember watching because he did a lot of character voices. And then okay. John Leguizamo's Freak 
was another yeah. one that I yeah. I just remember being like, yo, what the fuck, yo? How many yeah. fucking characters is this guy doing? Isn't that cool that we all grew up with that? Like Robin Whoopi and John Leguizamo with these one person shows, and yeah. we're just like, and we just were, dude, we didn't even think twice about it. I love that they were suitable for us to watch. Yeah, totally. I mean, the Leguizamo one got a little wild as a kid. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah. what the fuck you talking about? How it turned into vampire bat wing? Okay, never mind. Sure, sure. But that like. It is like it's interesting because those are the kinds of things that as a kid sort of got me to believe that there is a way to be like you can just be create you can be super creative and that's that's a lane. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. Like, and I don't know I how also, you get there. I always yeah. liked how and th- I think it's missing now is that people would be, you know, socially conscious, political, silly, mm-hmm. over the top. They would have all those elements. And it feels like you're, we're missing a lot of that in entertainment now. When people do solo shows, they're just only serious, you know, and right. yes, they have jokes in there, but they don't go above and beyond the way that people that we grew up on did. So which is why I'm trying to watch them, because I'm like, how can I do myself? Yeah. And I respect the art form. And I feel like, you know, getting back to the basics of what I grew up on is like inspiring me to be like, oh, yeah, I can I can do all those things. Right, right, right. Oh, shit. Well, that's going to be let us know. We'll be. There. Oh, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited uh, to to work on it. It's kind of it's kind of already fleshed out because I really what happened was I've been working on this new stand up hour and it's basically about my family and the chunk of it. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of the stand up, it's some of it's old. And I say like I could have put it on my first album. I could have put it on the special. I could have put it on the second album. But I was like, no, I want to put all of the family stuff together. Like, I want to respect my family in that way. It's all cohesive. And I started, like, doing it on stage. I got comedy clubs. And I was like, I don't think this shit is working how I want it to work. Because there are Mm. such serious moments. I'm like, I don't think this is stand-up anymore. And I, like, was like, yeah. And I had this epiphany. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could just do a solo show. And what's cool about working with Hassan all the time is that I get to watch him work on his solo shows all the time. And see how he constructs it, all the lies and everything, and um, and it's cool. It's inspiring to watch him, and it, it made me be like, I I have I c- I can do this, you know. Right. Yeah. Damn, I can't wait to see that. Me too. What uh, what is something you think is overrated? You know, I had a hard time with. I always have a hard time with this. I think this segment is overrated. No, just kidding. Right. Um, I I <laughs> no, think <we> know. <laughs> no, I uh, at the sake of of sounding really obnoxious, but organized religion. I mean, mm-hmm. all the problems, everything we're talking about, everything that every topic that you get into today in the daily light, guys. It's like it all kind of goes back to even like someone like George Santos, like not being allowed to be openly gay, and then he has this lifestyle, and then. And now he's committed all these, you know, supposed crimes, alleged crimes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like it all boils down to, OK, what were his religious beliefs growing up? Oh, he wasn't allowed to be the thing. And now he's like, you know, right. getting inspired by these conservative nationalist belief system. And they're like, oh, yeah, religion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Every Everybody's every everything that we talk about is like at the end of the day is people following these like rules. Oh, yeah. We don't need to follow. So divisive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. like having that epiphany, like 19, smoking weed and shit. And being like, yo, bro, I think that's the problem. Like, And that's the stuff. other thing is that I grew up in a house where my dad, because my dad was such a George Carlin fan. And I remember my dad would watch George Carlin. And I was like, I'm, I didn't understand. I was too young to get, you know, I was sure. like eight or nine or some shit. And he was like, yeah, George Carlin, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, organized religion. And I was like, he's crazy about my dad. <laughs> right. And then you grow, you get a little older and you're like, actually, he was right the whole time. Mm-hmm. He was right the whole time. He was spitting. Okay, George. Spitting. Yeah. Mm. Does George Carlin count as like one man show? Is that? Uh, I mean, that's debatable. You know, like it started off as like a really political stand up and then it kind of evolved into, I think, what is now the what's considered stand up. Right. Like and I always blame Hassan for this. Like he ruined the, the, the concept of like what is stand up comedy and what is a one man show because Netflix advertised it as a stand up comedy hour right him knowing damn well that it was a solo show but like you can't really explain that to people right um it has to be advertised as stand-up but i think george carlin definitely like in my opinion like especially those later hours because they got very luxury sure and it's like that it it does tap in that That that's where the lines were blurred i think he's one of the in my opinion he was one of the first ones to blur some of those lines because he was so famous yeah yeah he i mean my, my i grew up in a very strict catholic family and but we had a copy of like george carlin's book and isn't that wonderful yeah yeah like watched a special and stuff it's like a release valve you're like damn yeah at least i could watch george carlin before before worrying about hell because wasn't he catholic maybe 
I it think he made or raised, raised yeah. Catholic. And I feel like that's a big part of why people are like, well, we can listen to this. He's like us. And it's like, no, he's not. Right, right, right. <laughs> he always said like that the only good thing about religion was like the music. And <laughs> that always like stuck out to me. I would be like sitting in Catholic church and being like, this music is like not that good. <laughs> like, where, where, did his, he must have gone to a different church than I did. Probably. Because, yeah. I mean, I actually I was thinking about how like, man, too bad somebody can't like just make a new religion with all the best parts of all the existing religions because i didn't realize that mariah carey's christmas album was like gospel when i was a little kid uh-huh. right I, like now when i listen to the album i'm like jesus oh what a wonderful child i'm just <laughs> right. like singing these songs and i'm just like oh that's gospel you know right. like i grew up on gospel and i didn't even realize it you right. know god bless her um, but I'm just like, yeah, I, of course, as a little child, I was like, yeah, these songs are popping. There's songs, and I was religious as a little kid. So I was like, yeah, Jesus. Well, he is a wonderful child. <laughs> Such a good child. Yeah. Just good. Such a good child. Just what child is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus is just looking amazing. <laughs> wow. Turning heads. What is something you think is underrated? I guess I'm respecting other people's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> like if I, again at the sake of sounding corny i'm just like i think i'm so overwhelmed with the news right now and, sure. and like watching people that i've known for a long time and realizing that their belief system is rooted in straight up ignorance you know like yeah. straight up superiority right you know and um, people aren't just allowed to be and you know that can also the the, the thing i hate about like vague inspirational anything inspirational quotes is that they can be used by anyone Sure, um, right. That's right. Because even if I'm just like, oh, it's respecting people's opinions, people will be like, well, why don't you respect the Zionist opinions? Like, bitch, that is just white supremacy. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I do not respect anybody who is into that shit. So, yeah, I guess just, you know, what what are we doing, guys? That's yeah. what I'm asking. That's what's that's my underrated or over. What did you ask me? Under- what underrated. are we doing? Is what, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I know. Guys, it feels like the fucking the fuck Twilight Zone. You're like, are y'all really advocating for ethnic cleansing so casually yes like, they are and you're like yes. god damn i don't know and that's the thing i'm really there are people who like i'm really curious if this you know right now there's a lot of focus on like the hostage like when will they when will they free the hostages sure and and seeing how that plays out what happens after that is achieved like what exactly. is going to be the next goalpost after that if it happens because right. i just feel like there's there's clearly like you see people like there is that Israel solidarity rally. And that was really just a rally to maintain the status quo. You know what I mean? Sure. Just like we need to put visual pressure on this administration to not dare call for a ceasefire, because even when Van Jones's whack ass was up there, like he tried to say something about peace, like people were starting to chant like no ceasefire and mm-hmm. shit. I'm just like, what is where I, I know what y'all not saying, but I'm curious <laughs> what the rhetoric will be once we get past this point in time when and and tens of thousands of people are left dead it's just uh yeah it's mind-blowing like we've been every week i feel like we're always saying some version of like i can't honestly like i don't know where the fuck i'm at like what are we doing y'all what are we doing yeah and the people who are like out there like you know blocking the 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 roads to raytheon and shit like bless y'all you know what i mean like that's yeah this morning the bay bridge is is closed off and that's should i not say this morning does that matter it doesn't matter no yeah. okay. okay yeah god, god bless those people yeah everybody all right let's take a quick break and we'll come back and get into the news we'll yeah. be right back i bet you're smart Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. 
Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER And we're back. We're back, Jack. I thought I had waited this one out, man. I thought no. I was just sitting in my sick bed, just waiting, waiting for this one to blow over. And he's still with us, Senator oh, yeah. Mark Wayne. He, mm-hmm. Senator Tiny Man, is just letting you know. Like the last few days, like you said, you checked out, right? And we've been checking in on Senator Mark Wayne Mullen as he continues to scream about. He's like. I ain't scared of fighting, even if it's in the Senate chambers, bro. It's how fucking brolic I am. And if you missed it, I, I'll play this moment again where he pretended like he was some kind of tough guy as he brought a personal beef with the Teamsters boss, Sean O'Brien, to his workplace and then forced Bernie Sanders to be like Judge Mills Lane and breaking up a fucking fight. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold it. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution every problem? No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're. <laughs> so, we were like, yo, what, what the, the fuck? I love Sean O'Brien's like, you're a clown, clown. Look at you. Like, totally was just like, yeah, go ahead, fool. Make a fucking ass of yourself right now. Mission accomplished. And since then, this dude has been going everywhere to try and be like, yo, bro, like, I'm with the shits. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. I would have fucked him up. You know, it doesn't, like, that's just who I am. These are Oklahoma values. And the internet laughed at him, so he went even harder. He went on Hannity, and we covered that. And he was like, dude, I was so ready to fight that one guy, dude. You don't even fucking know, dog. (laughs) And again, we laughed. And then the next day, Mullen popped up on CNN to continue the fucking cringe world tour and further explain how badass he is while talking to Dana Bash. This one's another fucking wild one. Uh, I noticed that when you were getting up and escalated, you're playing with it right now. You, you reached for your wedding ring. What was that about? <laughs> well, I, I wasn't mad, first of all. So when you get mad, you get angry, you lose your mind. First thing I thought of when I stood up, I thought, I'm going to break my hand on this guy's face. I'm going to take my wedding ring off. <laughs> yeah, uh, cool because when, when you're fighting, you learn how to punch correctly. You really shouldn't break your hand. But when you aren't doing it with wraps. So you actually you thought you were going to come to blows in that moment. I had full intentions of doing that. Absolutely. Let me play for you something that you're. I love how there's just a pause there. She was like. <laughs> Oh, for real? Oh, dumb really? motherfucker. I also, wait, can we also go back to that original, the first clip? Uh-huh. Bernie Sanders is not for the people like he claims to be because, first oh, of yeah. all, Mr. No he, he won't cl- call a ceasefire. And second of all, he won't let these motherfuckers throw down. The people <laughs> want to see it. The people want to see it, Bernie. Right, God, right, right. Let them roll each other up. Go ahead. That seems like that seems like your that's stance where right we're now. At. We all know that's where American politics is at. Let's just start it. Let's yeah, just start right? the WWE <laughs> transition. It's into... fucking wild, man. Like he the way he was also talking, like how he's like, well, you know, like when you like learn how like when you're fighting and like you know how to actually fight, like you learn how to actually punch the right way. Like unless you're like he gets overly technical in this way. Like he sounded like I a didn't virgin. Have my hand wraps on. Yeah. So. He sounded like a virgin, like lying to his homies about how like, he, like you know, I get like bone deep, bro. Like every night. <laughs> dog. So like when you're doing it, when you do the smash like me, that's just how that that goes. But bro, he looks like an absolute clown right now. 
Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's hilarious and disheartening all at the same time. But this there's is the thing is in it. sports when like a player, it gets into a fight with somebody and they get really tough the second, like the entire team is between them and the right, person right. that they're trying yeah. to fight. Like, I'm just trying to figure out where on the scale of like fake tough guy does doing that with the entire like U.S. Senate apparatus and like a but like a, a scrum of reporters. Like he stood up like the guy wasn't 12 feet away from him. And yeah. Like the that he was just like right next to him, that they were at a table right across from one another. Well, well can I can I also say I was going to be like, who? This is so fucking childish. I can't believe they're doing this. And then I remembered there was a, one of my openers within the last year. She just was so one of the most disrespectful openers I've ever had when I was headlighting. And, you know, I try to, like, you know, talk to her about it. Like, hey, you can't be da da da. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's not cool, whatever, because um, I'm a fucking professional. And I also know how to be an opener. So I'm just like also kind of looking out for her because I know her. Right. And then um, she started running her mouth on on Twitter. She started pulling Twitter fingers and was like, I I worked with a mean headliner recently and I was going to bring my my sisters were ready to come down to the club. Mm-hmm. And, and, my, and I saw that and I was like, bitch, I wish you fucking would have brought oh, really? your sisters. I would love to see that shit. <laughs> and then it was funny because like months later. I actually saw her like at the comedy store in the hallway and I went right up to her. Like, like I good? got in her face like, hey, girl, how are you? <laughs> so I'm like, I saw your shit because I'm not, I mean, whatever. I'm not trying to actually throw blows, Yeah, 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 for but sure. But I will if I have to. I've been known to do it. <laughs> and um, it was just cracked me up because I literally walked right up to her, got in her face, said, hey, girl, hey. how are you? And she immediately was like, oh, uh, hey. I gotta go, and she ran away, and I was like, "Yeah, bring, yeah. Bring, bring. that's why I people thought, bitch. people love having Twitter fingers. Ooh, I tell you they what, sure do. and they don't they, sh- they don't know what's they coming. They love having Bernie Sanders hold them back from a yeah. fight. Like, what are <laughs> Bernie, you guys Bernie doing? Hold me back. <laughs> Yo, you know, yeah. you know what's? I'm sorry. There's actually even more to this story. Oh because God, here we this go. This dude went on another fucking podcast, and then he talked about how he fights dirty. Also, now it's not just mm-hmm. that. He's like, "Yo, bro, I'll bite a motherfucker." Why you should train jujitsu is because even if you lose a fight, you want to make sure the other guy will never want to fight you ever Absolutely. again because it's kind Absolutely. of a win-win at that Absolutely. point. But yeah. we need to move from an almost. And by fight. the way, I'm not afraid of biting. I will bite. Biting? Uh, well, I'll bite. I mean, yeah. I mean, a fight. I'm going to bite. I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. I mean, I'm not above it, and I don't care where I bite. By the way, it just is going to be a bite. I'm not going to ask any further off. questions. I think that basically speaks for. Let him know, Mark Wayne. Let me find well, out. Was the, the guy like really wanted to be on board with him? And he was like, but biting? Yeah. Did you say biting? I'm I think, sorry. Yeah, I think that guy's also like into some MMA shit. He's like, that's not even, bro. That's what? not cool, man. Nobody's I'll cool bite with anyway. that. Unless yeah. you're like fighting for your life. Yeah, do whatever the fuck you got to do. Exactly. But you're like, yo, I'll bite a Teamsters boss. I don't give a right. fuck. Like, what? <laughs> okay, bro. You're tough. You're tough. So anyway, I just need to get my hand wraps on. To before I go on yeah, Twitter, because I like, start talking about how I'm going to kick this dude's butt. I I know how to actually throw a punch like the right way. So right. like I could like that way I will not break my hand like fighting because that's like a lot of people do that when they fight they actually break their hands. I'm like, did you just read a fucking Quora article on how to fucking yes, throw a punch did. or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also he sounds probably... like he's like punched a wall with his and then blamed oh, it on yeah. his wedding ring when it hurt his hand. Oh <laughs> yeah, I bet <laughs> I bet he also thinks he's good at sex. Mm-mm, there's oh, yeah. no way. No There's way. No way. Mark, no Mark way. Wayne fucks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. A fleshlight. Wasn't there also something where somebody was saying Kevin McCarthy like elbowed him yeah, in the back said, like, and got, ran like, away? Shot like, or what something. the yeah, fuck is happening? Childishness. Complete childishness. They, none of them want smoke. That's why it's just like little stuff. It's like, you bumped me. And then he'll be like, yeah. you punched me in my back. Or right. this guy he, getting out of his I also chair. knew he wasn't serious when he got up because he didn't undo his tie immediately. Like yeah, men right. who are about to fight and are in a tie will take it off. Like, oh, oh yeah. bitch, I'll fucking kill you right now. The like, wristwatch comes starts off. Undoing his tie as soon as he stands up, bitch, you get fucked up. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about the other day. It's like the wristwatch that comes off right away. That he right. kept yeah, that he wasn't on. About it. He was touching his ring like he's like, protect me, mother, as yeah. I go into battle. <laughs> he, was, he was like one of those, like how the, you know, you always see those those meme dogs that are barking through a fence and they open the fence and the dogs are just staring at each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they put the My fence bad. back and they start barking <laughs> yeah, at yeah. each other again. Right, right, right. That's what yeah. he was doing. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, get that fence in between us again. I'll let you know what time yeah. it is. Like, okay. <laughs> I'll fucking bite you right through this fence, bite bro. You, bite your fucking But the dick, fence dog. has to be there. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't test me, bro. Don't test me, bro. Bite your whole dick off. 
Shall we move over to the house? No, Jack, we want to keep talking about this. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we want to keep talking about fighting. Have you ever gotten into a fight, Jack? All the time. Constantly. Uh, I used to get, yeah. I used to get. Beating up your children does not count. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Violating. <laughs> Violating. The fans are going to hate that one. <laughs> I used to get beat up a lot. Oh, not, what a surprise. Because <laughs> you weren't there, Marcella, to protect him. Thank That's you. true. I would have protected yeah. you, Jack. Hey, if we have beef, can we just, can we stick you on some people? Hell yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Noted, noted. <laughs> I'm going to be like, yo, my because my homegirl Marcelo come down here and it'll be fucking smoke. I'm sorry. Get <laughs> I the think f- part of the reason, too, I'm so confident is because I had very large brothers. There you go. Uh, so I'm like, oh, no, these fools are going to jump in. Don't even try it. Oh, so like you almost had the aura, like even I, if they I, weren't yes. there, they were like, no, They're bro, have you seen her fucking brothers? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that will happen. Until somebody's yeah. like, we're your brothers now. Like someone who had like a 30 yeah, year beef with me you. in the toilet. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> where are they? They're not picking up like always. What is this, Christmas? <laughs> uh, all right. To the house. George Santos? To yeah. the house. To the house. To the house. From the Senate to the house. So the House Ethics Committee just released their findings into the details of the kinds of fraud and fakery that. Representative George Santos has been getting into, and I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, like my he, man was living it up. Yeah, this campaign cash. I like, mean, I'd be impressed if it was like ten years. Like you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name on the on the on the fucking Bob, Supreme Court? Bob, That's impressive. Oh, I was gonna say Senator Bob Menendez too, when he's just getting straight up gold bars and shit from people. <laughs> I, but I'm saying like yeah. that's impressive when it's been going on for years. I'm yeah. actually not impressed. George. Yeah, he was so doing, bad at getting away with it. So you a three know, year. Oh, a three year. A three year scam. That's minor yeah. leagues for you. Yeah. That's, okay. That's nothing. Well, let's that's, break it down. I mean, that's like that's amateur hour, right? You're yeah. supposed to, you know, get another. You got to get elected a couple more times before people were like, that's Wait true. A minute. That's like being a musician. You're like, well, I had that one single that was popping. Mm-hmm. You're like, what about right. the album? Wonder. They're like, a, uh, nobody was fucking with it. Was there a second a one? One election wonder. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so right. we found out that, first of all, he had to keep his skin tight, literally, mm-hmm. because in 2020, he started using the campaign cash for Botox, totaling around four, 4K that year. This interesting detail. One of the sessions took place at Mirza Aesthetics, a Manhattan med spa run by a doctor whose license was suspended two years mm. ago over breast and penile enhancements gone wrong. Mm. Jesus. So maybe he got the Looking straight up horror movie. Yeah, Exploding yeah, yeah. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got the group on, maybe Botox. Then maybe that's what happened. Then he formed a company, right, called Redstone Strategies LLC. And I think we'd heard about this, but we didn't know how he was like fucking around with it. It was a political consulting firm. And he went on and told all these people around him. He's like, they're the best at what they do. Like all the MAGA people and Mar-a-Lago fuck with this firm. Like they're fantastic. Acting like he was like the satisfied customer when it was his own fucking company. And like when he would set them up with meetings, acting like he didn't know the people that they were meeting with. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah do your thing. They got a $110,000 contract from someone who was running for office. Santos took off with 50K. And what did he do with that cash? Okay, among other things, they said he paid down a personal cre- pay- paid down personal credit card bills, other debt, made a forty one hundred dollar purchase at Hermes, okay, and for smaller purchases at OnlyFans and Sephora. So he wow. was just, he was getting it popping in every single way, you know. And I, I honestly, it, I, I could I, I could remember. blow fifty k pretty quickly on Sephora and small OnlyFans. purchases and yeah. Yeah, and OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? Was he just going? <laughs> everything like custom videos custom videos i'm subscribed yeah. to nine thousand accounts everything but Air wait Mask so you're not is... allowed to create a company and then pretend you're the customer and jack, a satisfied are you customer? serious right now jack <laughs> oh, come geez. on just, come on I be gotta, serious jack i gotta send some emails real quick i <laughs> uh, completely fucked that up oh, but yeah boy. then like it all goes on to say he was doing lavish travel vegas the hamptons atlantic city he was just balling but yeah, I'm just trying to figure time. out if he had a bad like s- like someone on his team that was advising him terribly or if he like has a bad accountant or if he's that stupid. But you know? he's been. But I mean, think about it. Like he was doing bad checks in Brazil and he like like he tried to run from those charges. And I'm just like looking at his thing. I feel like it's like anything. Right. Like we were just talking about getting inspired by watching like like these one person shows like comedy wise. And you're like, oh. I, I like that. Maybe I could do that. And you move in that direction. Mm-hmm. I think if you're like a scammer, you probably mm. just see what's going on. You're like, oh, I could do that. 
Like, let me move closer to this. I can yeah. do that. Oh, they're they're doing that. it like that. Right. I know how to get it. I know how to get that. And you have someone being like, let me get 4K and Botox. We're going to Hermes. We're going to Sephora. Get the OF pop in. It is. And this is where it is. It's... I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> no words. It's part and parcel of our, you know, I think it's like, that's why we say most, most people are not attracted to Congress because of like doing something for their constituents or like bro if i'm in there so many doors open up to start making money in weird fucking ways or just yeah. straight up scamming people that you know the allure is a little bit different for some people how much botox is four thousand dollars worth of botox performed by somebody who is who lost their license that's a good question over exploding actually. dicks and penises that's true <laughs> That's actually right. very interesting. I didn't think about that because yeah. probably more than normal. He probably got like ten thousand worth <laughs> yeah. worth right. of Botox. He's like sixty percent off if you ignore my reviews. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> and uh, could really use some good Yelp reviews. Yeah. On this one yeah. <laughs> right. If you just say, is, if oof. you say your dick implant didn't blow up, just please, right. I'll give you four thousand dollars worth of Botox, man. No questions asked. All right. Let's talk about the Osama bin Laden letter. That Wait, is... but can we also just say that he can't he can't run again? Like they're yeah, he's not running. He's, he's he recently yeah. announced right that he's yeah, not yeah, running. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He was recently forced to announce that he's not running. <laughs> yeah, like after <laughs> because of this, like dragged yeah. to yes. up to the line of. So not that is running. the good. I just want to end on that because it is good that we will not be having to deal with him in. Yeah, control it's just of so anybody, wild how anything. the Republicans can get their shit together to try and oust one of their people when they want to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think, I mean, come on, they're homophobic as fuck. They're yeah, like, yeah, but I'm let's, saying let's when they sure, want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when they want sure to, to they're like, oh, yeah, watch this. <laughs> These, right. This other guy who was trafficking minors, allegedly, no, nah, we'll let him cook. We'll let him cook. Yeah. All right. Over on TikTok, the latest viral star, according to a lot of headlines, is Osama bin Laden. <laughs> what Who's this at Osama on TikTok? Really wow. Funny. OBL. The latest TikTok star, Matt Rife, Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, people have been sharing the letter that Bin Laden wrote one year after 9-11, spelling out his motives for the attack, which includes the U.S. backing of Israel and devastating sanctions in Iraq. And so it started with a TikTok user, Lynette Adkins, who was like, my eyes have been opened. I feel like I'm going through an existential crisis. Uh-huh. First time. Yeah. <laughs> new here? You knew around here? Mm-hmm. But the letter, like, just to be clear, the letter, which again was written by Osama bin Laden, right. uh, contains, like, some wild anti-Semitic rants about how the, quote, Jews have, quote, taken control of the U.S. economy, a full paragraph. Like, the thing that he really seems to take issue with is Bill Clinton's blowjob. That's, he's like, that's the thing that's going to... Go down in history. He's for also you guys. anti-sex work, which is obnoxious. Oh, he's yeah, yeah. He's not the coolest Horrifyingly, guy. Yeah, pretty. I think it, that's verified for most people. Yeah. I'm sure he probably yeah. was going hard on the Clintons too, because they were the ones who were just letting all those Iraqi children die. Sure. You know what I mean? So he probably like yo. And on top of that, right? This man right. got his dick sucked, and y'all didn't do shit. Happened. Like right. okay, okay, but yeah, there, there, there's which a lot he, of people. he's right. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he calls AIDS a satanic American invention. So mm. it's, I don't it's on know. on the Bob Marley tip. I feel you, dog. <laughs> it's, ba- it's a Babylon thing. Mm. But so the Guardian, who had previously published the letter in full, took the highly unusual step of removing it from their website. <laughs> and I don't know. So Some of the reporting has made it seem like young people are reading the letter and instantly becoming like radicalized. But. I don't know. It's, it seems like it's probably more likely that they it's I don't think they just suddenly love Osama bin Laden and are like super no. happy that 9-11 no, happened. No, no. But the letter offers a perspective that is contradictory to like what was taught in the aftermath of 9-11. But yeah, there does seem to be a lot of anti-Semitism like happening all over the place now like yeah, obviously sure. in this letter elon musk is responding to someone saying that oh, jewish yeah, people have that. been pushing hatred against whites by saying you have said the truth like just openly like just textbook white power brand anti-semitism and yeah. he's like yeah i endorse this as the truth like 
So again, like anti-Semitism is real. Like anyone who's existed on the internet for any period of time knows that like it's real. It pops up when you least expect it. Like it's fucking terrifying. Like I totally am worried about anti-Semitism. It's just, it makes the whole conversation incredibly difficult to have when people are conflating anti-Semitism with calling for a ceasefire. Yeah, um, sure. For, or for protection of innocent lives. Or just conflating, like, just people, like, look, like, no, I don't, I think a lot of the things that I saw on TikTok where people were like, oh my God, it wasn't like Osama bin Laden is fucking bay. Like, yeah, they're right. Like, yeah. They're more, it's like when the first time I wrote a people's, I read the people's history of the United States. And I was like, what in the fuck is all right, this right, shit? Right. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Like, I didn't know all this. They didn't fucking tell me this in seventh grade. Right. They didn't tell me right. this in AP US history. And I thought I was a fucking, I thought I knew fucking everything. Right. And I think that they're having that similar moment because I think for us, we saw 9-11 in real time. We saw the Islamophobia in real time. We saw the the, yeah. the manufacturing of consent in real time. We saw the destruction of the Middle East in real time. And so uh, for some for older people who were, had their eye on it, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is this is how American hegemony works. And I think for a lot of younger people, this is something that they're reading. And it's just kind of complete. Like you said, it's fucking with their whole worldview that they probably had when everyone was like, rah, rah. They hate our freedom fries. They want, you know, support the troops. Oh, you don't support the troops. So you're pro terror. You know, they were saying like there was all kinds of shit like that back then. If you didn't support the fucking troops. So. Yeah, I, I it, it's but you do see so many takes now who are like, you see what's happening with TikTok? It's fucking radicalizing these kids. And TikTok on Monday, they put out a press release. They're like, just so you know, demographically, younger people have been support having more sympathy towards Palestine. It's been increasing since like we've measured it with like in like in like with Gallup polls and polling since like millennials. And right. they're like, it's not like. And they're like, they're like, and if people are like, well, how come this hashtag has been viewed so many more times? How come hashtag free Palestine has been viewed so many more times? They're prioritizing it. They're like, that hashtag has existed for years where stand hashtag stand with Israel is not even two months old. So right. they're like, why are like, and I get to there's algorithms that are floating it. And they said, our algorithms are just meant to do a thing, positive reinforcement. If you're engaging with a certain thing, we're going to keep giving you more of a certain thing. So it's just a lot going on. And I've seen so many conservative and like establishment Democrats sort of like take this thing and have a really bad faith interpretation of what's happening and being like, all yeah. these kids are Al Qaeda now. <laughs> right. And, yeah. you know, the other thing is, too, with with a lot of these um, younger people is this is their first in, in terms of this literal letter. This is our first taste of like watching the actions of the establishment come down swiftly because the guardian taking it down was proof right that they didn't want yeah. them the establishment the media doesn't want them reading this which again goes back to both of your points where it's like it's not like these people are like oh my god i want to suck osama's dick now and <laughs> and i i haven't seen people be like i'm suddenly anti-jewish it's more just like oh shit world history is a thing i should probably know a little more about and um, that's what I, I'm hoping is the, the broader interpretation, because I've definitely been in conversations with cause just because I'm Salvadorian. I've had people and it's usually older white men that are like, oh, do you know El Salvador's history? And I'm just like, yeah, motherfucker, I do. Yeah. Like, there's that's the reason I'm here. And I very much know about it. And I'm, I'm pretty well versed in it. But it just it's so common for, quote unquote, younger people to be looked at as like they we don't we don't know anything about the world and that's been mostly true, right? And but yeah. this is proving that actually these young people give a fuck and want to talk about it, and they don't want to just uh, adapt the beliefs of their parents, and and also they don't want to adapt the lifestyle of just letting shit be as it is, you know? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, that's what's interesting to me. But maybe read the uh, People's History of the United States instead of the, the Osama. I mean, Absolutely. you can read the Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean, that's yeah. the thing, though. Maybe this that's is not like, the thing you shared. This is the like, opening. Hey, yeah. This is the opening. This is the introduction. Yeah. We all it just like with comedy, right? You fucking you like fucking Dane Cook when you're a teenager, yeah, like, like I did. Cosby. I loved Dane Cook when I was a teenager, and then you go, you're like this material fucking blows ass, <laughs> and then you fucking find Patrice O'Neill or whoever the fuck, and you know nowadays it's you know Matt Reif, not the best comedian, but he is an open opening for and Ralph Barbosa is an opening for these young people to watch something 
that has been established that's that's even greater than not to even shit on either of those dudes at all they're just young they're literally what both 27 years old right like their comedy is great for a 27 year old you know oh yeah Um, and and i think the comedy i got when i was younger was way more terrible because it was really just like the most narrow-minded it was just racist or yeah Yeah. and we were like yeah yeah. that's fine um i mean i remember loving sarah silverman when i was a teenager and it's like this bitch did blackface and i was like yeah yeah you know like you know what i mean like you you just you, you you consume what's in front of you but if you have access to more, then you should fucking be consuming the shit that is more interesting to you. And I think that's what this is, where it's like Osama bin Laden is the Dane Cook of uh, <laughs> world history information. And, you know, we got to get to the Bill Burr books and the yeah. Patrice O'Neill books and the, whatever, the George Carlin's, the better yeah. shit. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hopefully they, you know, suddenly, like, yeah, in two weeks time, like people are like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They, they went too far with the bin Laden letter. But I think, like, to your point, Jack, I'm uh, hoping because to me, it just it it looks like I remember when I was so curious about the world, I tried to look for anything that was giving me some kind of answer other than the mm-hmm. one I was getting in school. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean, and then then from there, you have to begin parsing through that information and understand, OK, well, what, what's this person's perspective there? And what is is there is there something that seems more objective, whatever? But yeah, like the whole thing where like the because I think this is also being used too to paint people who are supporting the Palestinian people to be like hateful, anti-Semitic. Sure. They want that. Like, and that's what I always see. Like I see so many people now. I'm like, look what's happening to the left. Look what's happening to the left. Look what like, it's just, it feels very yeah. calculated or just misinformed or whatever. But I, I see how this kind of bad faith pr- perspective on this feeds into ultimately how they want to kind of cast dispersions on people who are calling for peace. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in President Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER And we're back. Were you waiting for me to do it? You were, huh? Kind of. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you like to do it. No, I, I was like, I was like, what's taking so long? I was like, oh, he wants me to do it. Yeah. 
And we're back hey, hey, hey. guys. Dude, I'm Jackie Bryan. I'm a piece of shit. Wow. Miles, back to you. Why does he sound like a Dutch DJ? That's <laughs> how I see Jack, okay? Here I am, Jack O'Brien, coming Here's here. Here's me, Jack O'Brien. Live. I like the music and the politics, and my children are the best number one kids. <laughs> Shout out the families. <laughs> what is that from? Like, the David Guetta, like, dude, yeah. after fucking the George Floyd shit. He was on a oh rooftop. Remember, he, he was doing a drop that on that Martin Luther King speech. And it's like, shout out to all the families. And we're like, bro. <laughs> shout no. out to all the families. Uh, the David Guetta of podcasting is yeah, what you are. Yeah. yeah. That's a check, though. All right. Uh, let's talk about some more religious persecution. That we're seeing, and I, I'm cor- of course <laughs> talking about the war on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Come on, guys! It's don't don't pretend like it's Fuck not Christmas. happening. Fuck Christmas! Usually, usually we're hearing quite a bit about the war on Christmas by now, but Fox <laughs> News still they're they're struggling to get it off the ground this year. Yeah, it yeah, ain't hitting like it used to. Yeah, Jesse Waters did a whole segment. About, um, I love when Jack is funny. That's my favorite because <laughs> it folds you in half. You literally, your whole posture just changes. People can't see you, you never fold it in half. It <laughs> so. I never see it coming. I love to listen, I can hear it. There it is. Boom. Wow. Okay, let me get back. So <laughs> he upright, upright. Uh, talked about, first of all, his opener was pretty good. He said, talk about someone being funny. He said that the war on Christmas comes earlier and earlier every year, probably because of climate change, which doesn't even makes really sense to make me, bro. Sense. Come on, use your brain, use your third eye. <laughs> yeah, What's wrong with you? You it, don't does, it, it makes sense in like a more of a you know poetic license way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? He then talked about how two local news stories are proof that they're coming for Christmas. Uh, there's a Georgia company that had swapped Christmas Eve for Juneteenth which is two months old, and it merely involves a Georgia healthcare company making Juneteenth a paid holiday instead of Christmas Eve. And that's choosing... not that cool. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> which one y'all want? Yeah. You're getting one. It's like, all right, we'll do Juneteenth. All right, bless y'all. It's definitely not the fault of the company who's not willing to give their employees an extra day off and instead right. are specifically politicizing the issue on purpose. It must be that liberalism is out of control because, <laughs> as we know, you know, progressives hate workers getting time off oh right mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there is a story of a woke wisconsin city council which is banning employees from putting up christmas decorations during the holidays suggesting they use more neutral and inclusive decorations suggesting suggesting the and then a few days later they were like we specifically said this was merely a suggestion not a policy no one's actually barred from putting up christmas decorations and you know of course, no, no correction, no, no anything. It's just they're coming. They're banning Christmas trees. It's so it's just it, it doesn't. I remember like even a year ago, it kind of hit different. Like now I feel like are they just completely gassed? Like they're just like, oh, no, man, fucking one Christmas again. <laughs> they're losing it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. Yeah. A little like, bit. Like, yeah, like the old material is not working anymore, but you're still just, doing it, huh? You're I just don't understand why, why people aren't down to celebrate all the holidays. Like, bitch, you have more gifts, yeah. more different snacks at work. Like, what's the problem? Right, right. I think it's like the same way they were getting upset about like the, the fucking, what is it, the new Target shit that they were selling? Oh like God. the new ornaments or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But well, they got gay ornaments now. Get these gay-ass ornaments out here. Another cracker wearing a rainbow hat. Oh, God. I mean. So stupid. Yeah. They're trying to make the ballet He's a inclusive? You thought he was straight? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you seen the, the performance? Ballet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my man is graceful. With his nuts all out. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Robbie Williams in that special had this funny-ass line. He goes, what is the ballet? You know, when you go to the ballet, the men's tights are so tight that you can tell what religion they are. <laughs> That's pretty good. Guys, watch Robin Williams' old shit. Oh, my God. There's also a black Santa in a wheelchair, and people were pissed off because uh, what one commenter said, how on earth is he supposed to go down the chimney? So, Oh, I'm right. Because How is a small plastic facsimile of a fictional deity... <laughs> going to bring you a free Nintendo Switch if it's in a wheelchair. 
You yeah. Know? How? How? It's How? A, I mean, it makes sense. You know, this is always what happens with inclusivity is basically they don't like when the spotlight widens to shed light on more people. They're like, it used to just yeah, be exactly. on us. It used yeah. to just be all on us. It was only white, cishet Christian people. That was the spotlight. And then it got a little bit wider. We had to include immigrants and black people. And then, then there was gay people. And then it gets wider and wider. And then we're just going to get lost in a sea of people. And the spotlight won't be on us. And it's like, come the fuck on. Really? Just like, it, it's really harming you to see all this shit. But I'm, I don't, I can't expect to, you know, reason with, uh, that kind of ignorance, but I mean, you can but so I, so transparent. I will also say I am concerned for the child that sees Santa in a wheelchair and is like, "Who broke Santa's legs and why?" <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, it "Santa owes the some people some money." You They'll know, be like, it's the police. He'll, if you're a base people kid. some milks. Yeah, <laughs> he ate the wrong cookies. Okay. Yeah. Wash oh. your hands every time you eat. Like they're going to turn into you know parents are going to turn into a lesson. Right. Oh, easily, easily. Oh, you know why? Because he was rubbing his eyes too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just turns into a Didn't fucking wash weird. His hands, rubbing yeah, his eyes. Is, yeah, it's good, Look and it yet up. there's always something weird about that shit. So, yeah. In terms of Google searches, the phrase "war on Christmas" has been down pretty consistently since basically the Obama administration. So hmm. the peak year was in 2005 for unclear reasons. Maybe just I don't know. They were looking for anything under the radar that they could use to fuel their religious war, you know, but, mm-hmm. but not make it clear that it was a religious war. So 2005. And then during the Obama administration, the recent high point was 2013. So that was when it was working. But it does feel like it's <laughs> mostly driven by Fox News. Like it is, You need Fox News with a person of color in the White House. And then right. you've got mm. fucking gold. Yes. That's because, the recipe. Because, yeah, even I remember when, like, when Trump was in office, it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, here we go. And he would even say the thing. But it, it's now, it's not even like an event anymore. Right. You know, it's just become commonplace. It's like, yep. And that's what happens every December, November. They declare war on the Nutcracker and Santa. Yeah, he was a big war on Christmas person, like, early on. I think yeah. even before he was president. But then I wonder if it has to do with the fact that his wife is on wax being like, who gives a shit about Christmas? Fuck yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Believe I have to... my... yeah. Yeah. You want to see the inside of this house for the holidays? It looks like a blood nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> now enjoy. Merry Christmas, you piece of shit. But... I guess I just find it funny that people get mad if you because I've done it where I'm like, happy holidays. And somebody goes, Merry Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, Merry Christmas. I yeah, also Merry celebrate Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. I was just saying happy holidays because New Year's, Thanksgiving, it's just holidays. It's not necessarily yeah. anti-Christmas. But I do always find it funny when people want to make it a point to say Merry Christmas after you say happy holidays. Because I'm always just like, yeah, Merry Christmas, bitch. Like, I don't. Yeah, that's fine. That's, I don't care. I don't actually. I don't care. Like, you oh, care. Oh, Black Lives Matter? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay, I happy see <laughs> all lives matter. Yeah, I think it's like oh fuck off, yeah. man. But yeah, yeah happy. Sure. It's like so unoffensive. But again, it's, it's <laughs> meant to. They need to rhetorically have that sort of superiority. It's like rhetorical holiday superiority. It's yeah. it's the fucking Christmas. Yeah, buy them gifts though. Buy them gifts. Yeah. So in October 2012, Fox mentioned War on Christmas more than 50 times. This year, they didn't mention it at all. Until mm. now, basically. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, That's wild. In October, in October, they were going for it. Wow. Ugh. They got oh. to get a Mariah Carey person up in there to be like, not yet. The war on <laughs> right, Christmas, right, right. not yet. Yeah. It's time. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's if just the fact that Mariah Carey has formalized the beginning of the Christmas season has changed it. Or if Maybe. it's just because they've succeeded in making Christians feel like they're the victims of discrimination. And so. Which could it be? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Mariah Carey. I think it's Mariah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it seems like a bullshit story, but the underlying goal of it to make Christian people feel like they're persecuted, a persecuted minority has Yeah, very successful campaign to the point that they don't even have to spew the propaganda anymore. It's just taken as truth. So, yeah, well done, Fox News. Well done. 
In October, YouGov asked Americans how much discrimination different groups face in the United States, and Republicans were more likely to say Christians faced at least a fair amount of discrimination than they were to say the same of Jewish people or black people. They were more likely to say white people faced discrimination than to say black people did. So, Is that on your list for Santa? (laughs) 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 To to live that reality, you fucking losers. Dear Santa... For Christmas this year, <laughs> I would like to try discrimination. I yeah. would like to try to be discriminated I against. What, I know. I want to know what systemic oppression really yeah. feels like. <laughs> what kind of holiday movie is that? Oh man, that's oh, that's one I'd watch. A killer. <laughs> that's for sure. That's a yeah. banger right there. Yeah, for real. I'm gonna have AI write that one. Shit. Well, Marcella, as always, such a pleasure having you yeah. on the Daily Zeitgeist. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't fucking lie to these people. We know what you think about me. Mm, every time. Yeah, he's, he's in mm. tears every time you sign off. He's like, that was mm. the best episode we ever had. I'm good at crying quietly. So you, can, yeah, you can't hear that I'm crying, but the tears are streaming. Yeah. yeah. You, got the, you got them small children to think about. That's why you're good at crying quietly, huh? You got to hide it from <laughs> them. them. Kids. That's right. <laughs> um, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Guys, I will be headlining in Vegas and Dayton, Kentucky the week of November 28th. Please get tickets. And then I will be with Nico Santos in Chicago and Milwaukee. He's headlining. I'm opening. So please check out those. Uh, and you dates. will be a good opener, right? Uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, <laughs> and actually, my how I do opening is how he determines how well he's going to do. Because um, if people aren't ready for my spicy takes, he's like, ooh, bitch. They're oh, not going to yeah. fucking like his gay shit. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but you can find, find me at Marcella Comedy across all social media. I have a new album called Mercury and Reggaeton. My HBO special is always streaming on Max. And my, my first album, Woke Bully, is available. Also, I was on had that Tubi show. I always forget to mention yeah. that. That's still available on Tubi called The Cash. Spelled The Cachet, but for some reason oh. we said The Cash. Um, and I don't know. Oh, I also realized still streaming on HBO Max's comedy knockout. If you go on YouTube, you can buy the episodes I was on at midnight, bitch. There's so much of me you yeah. guys can consume if you liked me because I haven't been being funny online really at least. Sometimes I am. But you know, this war shit really got my brain fucked up. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> consume all my funny shit that I worked very hard on in the past whatever, seventeen years. Because I and see me live. I swear to God I'll be funny live. But online, it's a lot of retweets. Yeah. Well, news retweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, where can people, f- or Miles, who wants to go first? It gets usually Miles, huh? Jack controls no, the whole thing. Actually, no, nah, no. Nah. You got to tell us a fucking tweet or work a social media or any kind of media that you fucking Oh, with. oh my God. I Okay, you guys know LeVar Burton, American oh, yeah. treasure, mm-hmm. American literary treasure, LeVar Burton. So I think two days ago, he uh, was hosting the National Book Award ceremony because of that stupid bitch, Drew Barrymore, fucking that shit up. But we got LeVar Burton as a replacement. Oh, he, she Oh, she was supposed to host it? She was supposed to host it. And then she went against her writers. And peop- and then everyone was like, uh, how is she going to ho- award? I mean, how is she going to host a National Book Award ceremony? That's like the most disrespectful shit. These are yeah. all writers. Um, so they got they fucking dumped that bitch and they got LeVar Burton. In, and when he came out, he said, before we get going. Are there any moms for liberty in the house? No? Good. Then hands will not need to be thrown tonight. (laughs) Which is incredible. Um, But what's even more funny is somebody, I retweeted this person. They are, what's their name? At Heather Jochens. Jochens? And they did, they rewrote the lyrics to The Reading Rainbow. And then other people, somebody somebody that follows me responded to them. Shout out to Anxious Millennial Cowboy. And it has basically turned into, I'm going to do the song because I, I think this is a more respectful way to honor this, these okay. series of tweets. Butterfly in the sky, <laughs> I'd like to see a bitch try. <laughs> Just take a look at my left hook, they're seeing rainbows. Oh, shit. I can whoop anything. <laughs> so shout out to all those people. I'm so glad uh, I retweeted shit. that because I think I'm even put that on my TikTok because that shit cracked me up so much. I've been going every time it's get, it keeps getting retweeted. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, you know, sometimes that shit gets annoying after a while. But this shit, I'm like, I'm loving all the replies. Mm. They're so fucking funny. Beautifully executed. Well sung. Sorry, my internet is cutting in and out. Miles, oh, where can people find you? 
Thank you. For a second, Jack, I got worried because you you looked deep in thought for a long time. And I was like, oh, and this that's shit always froze. bad. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, and I was watching. I was like, is his are his shoulders moving? Like, is he breathing? Is he blinking? And I'm like, oh, no, his shit just crashed. Anyway, uh, find me at all the app places at Miles of Gray. Uh, find Jack and I on our basketball podcast. Miles and Jack Miles got and Jack mad, got mad boosties. Uh, Blake Wexler was the guest this week. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, that's going to be a funny. fucking wild one. And then uh, check me and Sophia Alexandra out on 420 Day Fiance. If you like 90 Day Fiance. Um, let's see. Anything I like. Not I've not really been on the Twitter, but I will say that I'm still watching Blue Eye Samurai. Um, I'm going to just keep saying that. It's just it's nice. wild anime shit Wh- on Netflix. Wh- where's it on? Netflix. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, start yeah. that. I want to start a, something new. It's about a biracial Japanese samurai. Oh, I'm out. The, I'm cool. Never 16. mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, biracial. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that shit was literal. With oh, the title. No, 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 <laughs> I thought it was like a vibe, oh, like a band name. Mm-mm, but yeah, mm-mm. it's a dope, dope, dope <laughs> anime. Uh, I'll check it out so anyway, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jack, can, where can people find you? Oh my God, Marcella, thank you so much for asking. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying from Charlene de Guzman tweeted, if you accidentally get your sweater sleeves wet, you should be allowed to go home. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> what wet sweater sleeves. The fucking, I hate it. The worst thing. I when get it's at. just a little bit too, you're just Ugh. like, well, soak the whole thing then. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Just stick my hands in oh, the that's toilet the worst. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and our website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Just enjoying the autumn colors uh, in the few places you can find them in L.A. And I just thought of this track by Nujabes, who's, you know, one of the great beat makers of all time. Uh, you know, he's up there with, with Jay Dilla, you know, jazzy yeah. hip hop head nod beats. Uh, and this and yeah, yeah, he's also uh, he passed away many years ago, but his music is infinite. Uh, this track is called Color of Autumn by Nujabes, N-U-J-A-B-E-S. Check it out. Check it out. We'll link off to that in the footnotes. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, That is going to do it for us this week. We are back on Monday Mm -hmm. with a whole new episode telling you what was trending over the weekend, with an episode on Tuesday talking to an expert, and over the weekend, just giving you a breakdown of everything you missed if you didn't catch every episode this week with the Daily Zeitgeist. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Have a great weekend, everyone everyone. Bye. 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 Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get, but with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.